Hey, want some original dungeon adventures? Would you like them all to fit on one piece of letter-sized paper? You seem like you're pretty much on the level, so I'll let you in on a secret. Head over to patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers and join the $25 tier to get monthly one-page dungeons in addition to a bunch of other rewards. Patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Does everybody have time dots it? I have. Oh, no, I need the the clock of clapping. I have begun the recording. And yes, you do need the clapping clock where on every hour it claps the hour. With its its dummy thick cheeks. (laughs) Yes. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way right to you. Now, you might have heard the phrase, if walls could talk. But have you ever wondered what stories glass could tell? Now, depending on how you look at it, glass itself is sometimes revered almost as a deity. We are raised from a young age to be cautious around it, not to lean against the window as we gaze out into the world, and not to breathe on it or touch it too much. Keep it safe, keep it clean. Those that work with glass are revered amongst craftsmen and artificers, the only ones among many who willing to stand mere inches from irreversible burns. And when it breaks, What about the shards of a stained-glass window in an abandoned cathedral? What about the fractured stem of a wine glass laying on a bedroom floor? Or cracked glasses watching dust cover a workshop? What of shattered mirrors? What beauty saw fit to destroy a teller of lies when it spun its trade too well? What stories are held in transparency? What songs would it sing? Now the glassware in Venisphere Manor saw fires light in poor Solinar. Branches of his family tree catching fire. The party had only just arrived and sat down for lunch, meeting the nanny of the house and ultimately discovering that Solinar and Melody are bound together by an invisible force called family. His world shattered, Solinar left the manor, not looking back should a window reveal any more pain. It's interesting how much importance we put into things we can't even see. Well, that's all for today, listeners. Make sure to smile at your reflections, wash your windows, and have a glass of something strong on me. Y'all take care now. So as Solinar has stormed out uh, Mori Povich style, we are going to go back to Koza, Boat, Johannes, Alita, Melody, and Lady Venisphere. After this, the door has been slammed and this sort of uncomfortable, heavy, wet wool blanket of a silence just sort of settles over everyone. 
So, um, where are our rooms? <laughs> Kosa, is that really what's important right now? Um, look, um, uh, over here real quick. Uh, uh-huh. We, we've been on the road for, for, for a while. Mm-hmm. And this is a really nice house. Kosa, I understand that, but this doesn't seem kind of uh, wrong time to you. Well, um, how about let's let's keep our eye on, on the goal, which is to get to the, the the next shrine. And and if we're gonna do that, we need to be well refreshed. I mean, I don't know if that means we need to hang out with Solinar's deadbeat mom. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of it was like so like uh, it was like Cousin Alita just sort of like over here having a tiny powwow and boat just like apparating behind them <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know if this is a good idea, guys. See, I'm I'm torn because on one hand, I don't think Cosa's wrong. And on the other hand, I'm kind of with boat in the moral sense. That's a win. Well, um, then where are we going to stay? You are welcome to stay here if you so choose. See? See? It'll be fine. When he was young, was Solinar welcome to stay here? <laughs> Solinar was w- well into his adulthood by the time Melody was born. Does that make it okay to abandon him and not tell him where you are or what you're doing? Look, You clearly just do not understand. Look, all I know is if I had kids... I would make sure I always knew where they were and what they were doing. You cannot understand the position that I was in. Explain it to me. It sounds like we're staying here tonight, so we got plenty of time. See, it's going to work out fine. This is this is what we needed, right? I don't know if this is a really good idea. This just kind of seems like a very bad, very... Tri- you know, honestly, I just realized I probably can't say anything given that I left the party for a couple of weeks to, uh, you know rob my dad so yeah actually maybe i should sit this one out you know what they say another day another buck <clears throat> that's um um um, um M- mrs vacus no 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 <laughs> lady um, venice read the room lady... buddy <laughs> read the room <laughs> uh, uh lady venice venice um so, um, can I interrupt your, your discussion with, with, with Mr. Boat? Um, just, just for a minute. She just sort of, like, stares at you kind of blankly. Um, it's, it's, thank you for, for entertaining us, but I, I think we're all very tired and, and would love to get back to the guest rooms, if you could direct us there. Of course, you must be very tired. Uh, Nanny will take you to your rooms. You'll be in the guest quarters on the third floor. Okay, well, thank you very much. Um, I'll leave you and Mr. Boat t- to argue about um, uh, 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 Solonar's um, childhood. Wait, um, point of order? Hi? Yes? Um, is anyone going to explain to me what happened? What's going on? Anyone? Oh, bath Catch time! Me up. Let's go to the baths, nanny! <laughs> uh, nanny is going to stand up. Yes, I will take you. To the guest baths. Right this way. And she sort of gestures. And then leads Johannes out of the room. Leaving uh, Koza, Melody, Boat, and Eloran. So while Koza is sort of like walking backwards trying to to keep 
to follow. Um, uh, how much of you th- did you did you miss Melody? The um, whole family tree being uprooted and planted upside down. That was uh, where you lost me. Um, well, you know what? Um, I'm just going to go with you guys. Yeah, I, I think a bath is kind of the 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 the, the better choice. Where's the condition? Oh wow! Look at this. You got a, a whole different private stash of conditioners here. It's echoing through the halls. <laughs> you hear echoing behind him. Yes, they are organized by scent and hair type. Ooh, I'm liking this one that says luscious curls. <laughs> Solonar gonna come out looking like Shirley Temple. Wait, Solonar? Right. Sol- did I say Solonar? You did. Yeah. He, looks, he looks like Shirley Temple. He does now <laughs> uh, because he's using the, the fancy curls. Johannes also I- will have lots of fancy curls. Can we go he's to using the, the I hate my mom, uh, Shirley Temple. Uh. I want us to go. <laughs> I want us to go to the Shirley Temple next to get the Shirley. Shrine. <laughs> the Shirley, the Shirley relic for the Shirley dragon. Yeah, we need to yeah, bring the Shirley dragons back to the world. Uh, they breathe animal crackers Ooh. and lollipops. Ooh. God, they just base so so Shirley dragons just barf. That's what they do for uh, their dragon breath. I wonder what <laughs> boat will think. <laughs> I wonder what boat thinks of the Shirley dragons worldviews. Do you think they barf swords? <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow that, was, that was an interesting sound wave. <laughs> that was made. legit, Gabe. You <laughs> capture that sound for sure. That's that's a. If that isn't a drop on some some future song. That one's a uh, keeper. Oh, perfect. If you're a uh-huh. if you're a five dollar patron, you can get that as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> the worst right. ringtone. Yes, the cursed ringtone. You set that as your alarm in the morning, you wake up, you jump out of that bed, you hit your head on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, d- d- didn't you know that's uh I wake up, my eyes greet the morning, and I immediately go. That's how I greet the sun. You know, you've heard of sun salutations while I sun gargle. I don't like that. (laughs) Salt mutation. All right. So, Johannes, Koza. Basically, I think it's just Lady Venisphere and Boat, because Alita's going to go with them. Alita pieces. What do you have? I mean, honestly, Alita's not going to be. How do I adequately say this? She's not going to be unbiased in this. Also, can we discuss how Boat just seems to be angrily confronting all the parents of his party members? Have we noticed that's a trend so far? Because he's two for two. Because they're all crappy people. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah, he snaps to that. So anyways, why'd... Uh... Why'd you abandon your family and go start a new one somewhere else? I need you to understand that my position as a member of the League of Thirteen was not assured then. It is now, and for the stability of Tulare, and of Tinkerhaven more importantly, or specifically, I should say. Wait, 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 what does that have to do with having a family? Does the League of Thirteen only take bachelors and orphans? Because if that's the case, I I know several of the latter that could use some employment right now. (laughs) (laughs) This kingdom, Brandon, the last time it was a democracy of children, it ended badly. It was a doll witch based system of governance. Maybe because they didn't have mentors. Anyway, uh, you were making excuses, so please go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I do not have to sit here and be lectured in my own home. You can either partake of my hospitality or you can leave. I mean, I'm probably going to stay because everybody else has except Solinar. But I'm just like, he's my friend and I'm trying to figure out why you sort of left him with these emotional scars. Are you actually interested in knowing about the reasoning or are you just interested in throwing a tantrum like he did? He didn't throw a tantrum. He left to avoid throwing a tantrum. But yes, I am interested in hearing your reasoning. I don't know if I'm terribly interested in telling you. Okay, well, that will inform my opinion of you going forward even more. Perhaps then you might get something a little more valid from then. I don't know what it is you do, but given your appearance and the appearance of your comrades, I'm going to assume it is nothing that I need to concern myself with. I mean, it doesn't sound like you concern yourself with very much, at least when it comes to family, so that's probably right in your wheelhouse. I concern myself with the lives of every single person in this city. Oh, really? Well, why don't you tell me how that works? Because you seem very aloof and disconnected from everything. Being emo overly emotionally invested in every single thing you do does nothing but destroy you from the inside out. Does that include your children? You're very hung up on this thing about the children. You know Solana was an adult when Melody was born, correct? So you're saying that once somebody's an adult, like animals, we should just be kicked out of the nest? I'm saying that when you're no longer a child, you should no longer be coddled. There's a difference between coddling and just the emotional support of a loving family. Which clearly, since Solanar fell to a life of crime, he didn't have. I'm sincerely done having this conversation if this is going to be your behavior. You can leave and you can go partake of my hospitality or you can get out of my house. But I'm done having this conversation with you. Well, good day to you, madam. And Boat uh, spins on his heel and goes to look for Solinar. I All love right. that she had that conversation with a man in a unitard and a cowboy <laughs> hat who just walked into her house. He's wearing a tuxedo and a top hat right now. I'll have. Oh, yeah, you yeah. guys are in your Tellarian outfit. That's right, so. fancy boat. I could have, yeah, I could have miladied her, and it would have looked <laughs> fancy. I'm just saying, y'all, y'all don't look quite as crazy. Y'all are in the nice skins, but if you uh, go back into your menu and change to default skin, then you can have that scene in in this episode. Fantastic. Go back to your QPR settings in the main menu. Make sure you entered your promo code. <laughs> <laughs> Please use default skins. If you click no skins, then we're, all our organs fall out. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross. My kidneys. Right. <laughs> My so, closest Sol Solinar voice. We are going to pop back to Solinar. Uh, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, I think I think Solinar. Well, he's going to leave the house. That's for darn sure. And he's going to leave the grounds of the house. Uh, I presume the gate does not resist him. Nothing resists his dramatic exit. Yeah, he's 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 going to storm on out then. Um, once he's on the street, I think he's just kind of wrapped up in his own head. So I think he's just going to start walking uh, kind of angrily. So kind of fast. But I think I think he's just going to. He's not even thinking about where he's going and what he's doing. He's just walking. So in your trance, you're going to not really pay attention to where you're going. You're just sort of heading in a direction. Yeah. It's not going to be long before you realize that you have wandered very, very far from the district that you originally found yourself in. The area around here is... 
want to necessarily say it looks shady or dangerous, but it definitely looks significantly less kempt than the area that you previously found yourself you, in. You can say it looks Solinar. <laughs> well, no, Solinar's shadier than this area is. Mm. But this is probably somewhere where he spent a fair amount of time when he was it in Tinkerhaven. It looks diet Solinar. <laughs> Same uh, great taste of regular Solinar <laughs> with half the thievery. <laughs> new, new Solinar. It's a new Bring recipe. Bring back Solinar classic. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think old neighborhood. Not really thinking about it. Uh, is there is there anybody who looks not like well to do, but like moderately well to do in the uh, immediate vicinity? You can see since it's starting to get darker out, not like dark, but it's starting to become like, you know, later in the afternoon, early evening. It's starting. It looks like there's a group of about three merchants that are in a circle talking to one another. Uh, Solinar is going to just going to sidle on past one of those merchants uh, using some kind of excuse to be unnecessarily close and potentially like tap the guy on the shoulder while he's passing like oh oh sorry excuse me I was about to say it's a 14 for sleight of hand but I forgot I've got those gloves so it's actually a 19 for sleight of hand your hand dips into the merchant's pocket and pulls out his coin purse adding to your inventory 30 gold coins hell yeah and I think I think the way this ends up working out is that Solinar just like kind of registers the well-to-do merchants, uh, goes like closer to them than he necessarily has to. And then like the picking of the pocket is completely autopilot. I think he's not even thinking about it. He just like one hand on the merchant's shoulder and it's like, oh, sorry, excuse me. And then the other hand just dips into the like waistcoat comes back out with a coin purse and then he's carrying it and he's kind of like as he gets a few feet away he's kind of idly like tossing it a little bit in his hand and then he's like hey, what am I holding and then he looks at his hand and he's like oh uh and then he like as turns to look over his shoulder at the guy he just pickpocketed so as you're as you tossed the velvet coin purse in the air and caught it, basically bragging about stealing it, and then turn, holding it. The merchant is going to turn, notice you have his coin purse, point at you and shout, thief, which is going to attract the attention of the nearby guards. Velvet coin purse is my band name. <laughs> That's a good band name. Yeah, honestly, pretty, pretty A+. That's why I chose it. I'm about it. They they would open for car seat headrest. Hell yeah. Uh yeah, I think at this point we're we're done we're done huffily walking. We are running now. We're running. Oh quickly. yeah, you know what? That's super duper fair. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you roll for escape and I'm going to let you make an argument to me on what I should let you roll for that. Acrobatics. And the Why argument I let you... the argument I'm going to make for that is that Solinar very quickly is going to get off the main thoroughfare. He's going to get into an alleyway and he's going to be doing things like vaulting boxes, uh, running 
around like door frames, uh, ricocheting off walls. Roll. So you're basically gonna mirror's edge your escape. Yeah. I mean, that's, right, cool. that's Solonar's thing. Like, that was his whole thing when he was a thief, too. So it, it just makes sense, I think. QPR core. <laughs> Parkour! Uh, 24. Yo, you smoked these guards. <laughs> they they are not even able to eat your dust. They, you are so far ahead of them that your dust is deep in their digestive system before they even realize you're gone. Solonar yells back, poop my dust. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, given given the opportunity, I feel like uh, if I if I may have a little narrative control, uh, Solonar vaults several boxes, uh, does a couple of like wall hops to get around and through a not it's not like a backyard. It's like a it's like a walled off space where people would make deliveries or one of these businesses a receiving dock yeah like a receiving dock but it's kind of like walled in it's like a courtyard for receiving because big shipments or something and then uh he turns down another alleyway presses himself to the wall uh it's not a great stealth it's only like a 12 but he presses himself to the wall and it's just like panting heavily and hoping that no one catches him uh, and is just looking panic-stricken. After you, you hear a cacophony as more people run around looking for you, you assume, uh, shouting orders to one another, you, you hear sort of the scuffle, but at no point does anyone seem to detect you. All right. And then, now you have 30, 30 more gold. <laughs> Dope. Hell yeah. I think... Spend it all in one place. I think Solonar is going to uh, follow old follow old habits as he has been then and try to make his way to the rooftops. So you're going to climb up to the rooftops of Tinkerhaven. Uh, I'm going to ha- I'm going to have you roll. The DC's like super low. <laughs> Is that she set I'm, you up for failure? I'm, I'm guessing. Critical one. I'm guessing athletics, or uh-huh. critical fail, or can I get away with that? Wait, don't you have second story too? No. Okay. I'm I'm an arcane trickster, not an assassin. Mm. Crit, crit fail. No, actually, uh, even if it's athletics, I still got a 19. You are very, very much so able to get up to the roofs rooftops of Tinkerhaven. And as you look along across the city, at this as the sun begins to set, there's this sort of ache of nostalgia and this look that the city hasn't changed. None of the skyline is different. None of the sounds or smells are different. Everything seems as if you had never left, or maybe that it didn't even matter that you were there in the first place. just kind of out loud to himself Solonar's like why'd I have to come back to this stupid place is there a reason you're up here attention out Solonar spins around as you spin attention is going to make the clang sound of metal as it hits another sword oh I don't necessarily know if we need to be that extreme 
Uh, standing before you is an elven woman with brown, uh, brown wavy hair that's in a ponytail over her shoulder, held with a ribbon. She is very familiar to you. Now, when you say familiar... Like you summoned her at level three as a wizard. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is uh, people who are on our Patreon tiers are going to be more familiar with this than your average bear. Oh, wait, do I need to roll anything for Solinar or... For a character from your backstory, no. Okay. No, you do not. I don't know. Maybe she looks different. No, she looks pretty much exactly the same. Uh, A little too much the same. Almost suspiciously so. Uh, Solinar takes takes a half step back, like withdrawing attention from the crossed swords position, and it's like, Alyssa, Solinar, the hell you're alive? You're alive? Wait, no, no, no! I asked first. How are you not dead? I, I, one of the guards took pity on me, and he he let me out of the cell. He's, he said that he was going to have to make it look like I roughed him up, but... It, I'm sorry, you got pity spared by a god? I, I got pity spared by a... I mean, I'm alive. Like, what am I going to be mad about? How are you alive? They were, I was never at risk, and she sheaths her sword. What are you doing here? Uh, I mean... Ugh. I, I had not planned to be back, but, uh, with... I'm doing a a big a big mission thing. I'm I'm an adventurer now. I've gotten out of I've gotten out of the crime game. I've well, mostly, mostly out of the crime game. Given the gods screaming, I sort of assumed that you were back in it. I um, I got I got some bad news, and I was letting my feet take me where they would, and then apparently my hands were also taking me where they would. Thinking was never your strong suit. Wait, you're an adventurer. Yeah, I've got I've got a whole group now. She looks down and then kind of like looks up into her left. Do you find yourself in need of work? Um, I don't. Well, actually, we did just have a rather significant debt fall on us. So if you've got, if you've got a well-paying job, it would have to be, my group, my group is pretty, um, you would, you would consider them goody two-shoes. So it, it couldn't be anything criminal, at, at least that would involve them. She's going to sort of, like, pull her ponytail to the other side of her shoulder and fiddle with it as if she's thinking. She's going to look back at you and go, I don't necessarily know that they'd object to this. You remember the old bar, right? Well, yeah. Bring your friends and meet me there tomorrow. Okay, I sure. Yeah. It's good to see you again. It it's it's good to see you. I honestly didn't ever think I'd see you again. So it's really good to see you again. I'm glad you're alive, Solana. She's going to with that turn around and begin uh hopping down from surface to surface to get off of the rooftop, leaving you as the sun finally dips completely below the horizon, shrouding everything in sort of this purple haze. All in my brain. So as we are going to cut away from that, 
We are going to go to Koza, Boat, and Johannes. How are you guys enjoying the ill-gotten gains of the Venisphere Manor? I left. I was going to say, Boat, you, yeah, you left the whole Solonar. thing. That's right. So it's Koza and Johannes. Yeah, Boat's having his own little adventure in the city looking for Solinar. Mm-hmm. So write that real quick. Yeah, give me just one minute. I'll uh, work on that. In the meantime, Koza, uh, Johannes, what are you doing? What's the layout of these baths? The layout of the baths is really impressive. They are going to be not enormous like some of the baths you've seen, but they're going to be claw-footed porcelain tubs that are wide enough that you can lay and submerge yourself completely up to your neck without bending your knees or putting yourself in like this weird, awkward position. Just Clara, these are all in one room? Uh, no, each of the baths is going to be subdivided. You're not like in this weird bathroom stall, but bathtub situation. I just want, I want to take a moment to remind Chapman that he's not playing Eek right now. <laughs> All of his characters are very self-care focused and there's nothing wrong with that. I normally play spellcasters. Alon normally plays very like bombastically voiced characters. And Chapman plays characters that are focused on self-care. We all have our things. Self-characters. Uh, Alon, take an inspiration point. No, no, no. Don't take an inspiration point. <laughs> Register that trademark so we can start another podcast. <laughs> Alon, for real, take an inspiration point. A plaid cat for you. Oh, heck yeah. I can't wait till we're in a physical location so I can embody this plaid cat life. I, I have I still have my uh, sheet of plaid cat stickers for when we can finally go back to recording in person. Hell yeah, I think I'm at negative three that I have to remake. Up yeah, negative from three plaid cats. Things that have been stolen from me. Um, Johannes, uh, you know, obviously he's he's uh, washing his hair. Um, he's he's gone through that routine. And right now he's got this enormous pair of scissors and he's slowly cutting like tiny hairs off of his chin. He's like, <laughs> what a hair. It's like it's so big. He has to use he he has to have one hand in each one of the loops of the scissors. So you're like using hedge clippers to trim your beard. Yeah. And he's like he's tripping. He's clipping these little tiny little tiny hairs. And he's like, I'm going to clip you if you pop up out of my chin. Has no one told Johannes that he could shave? And there's no way anyone can stop me from using these big hedge trimmers because they're in my hands. <laughs> I will so, tell you, Koza, despite the fact that you are not in the same exact room, you can hear Johannes's song. Deodorant doesn't belong on your feet. It doesn't belong on your eyeballs. That's because it belongs in your underarms. Underarms, underarms, underarms. No, not another musical episode. We're it went so badly last time. Man, cause these rooms are great. It's like being in a giant church. You can hear yourself sing even after you've sung. Every time a character storms off, you guys do a musical episode. You notice that? <laughs> and an angel gets its wings. <laughs> Johannes, isn't this... I, I think we made the right decision. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling fresher than the Dickens. I haven't had such a nice scrub in... in how long has it been? It, three, it, three and a half months. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. For this nice of a scrub, 
Scrub a dub. I got a duck. A a, a duck. Mm-hmm. He just waddled in. I'm gonna name him Henry. The so the duck that walks in to Johannes's bathroom, while covered in sort of like this thin rubber-like membrane, you can tell that it's made mostly of clockwork gears. As its little feet go pat 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 with its little webbed feet on the floor, you hear it go. Yep, into the bath <laughs> with you, Henry. You're looking dirty. As you plop this duck into the bath, its feet begin to rotate, kind of like a... A paddle duck? Yes. And it just begins going in circles, occasionally going... Man, yeah, we made a great decision, Koza. I'm I'm having, I'm going to tell you right now, having a good time. <laughs> this has been great. And Johannes takes out this... Um, uh, what, what's the, a cheese grater? And he starts getting some of the calluses off his feet. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm sorry, what? Oh, Melody, how's your bath? Um, not gonna lie. Super weird to have someone talk to me while I'm in the bathtub. It, it just echoes so well in, in this building. Yeah, it does. It's why there's no privacy in this house. So, um... Anyone gonna explain to me uh, the whole my family just collapsed thing and everything I knew was a lie? Anyone gonna? Uh, I'll try. Well, let me start from the top. Everything you knew was a lie. And then, uh, plot twist, Henry's your new dad. Say hello, Henry. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, I named that duck Lord Duckula when I was a child. Second of all, so my mom was with a guy and had Solanar, and they had a whole family thing. And then uh, she married my dad and had me, and then Solanar ceased to exist for her. And then he saved you. Yes, we're getting to that. I'm trying to get to the genesis of this. We're 30 years ago right now. You're skipping ahead. So, so, so why do you, why do you think your mom did that? I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. My mother is not exactly the most open woman you've ever met in your life. I don't know if you could tell from the fact that she has no personality. Like a closed door waiting to be unlocked by a deftly maneuvered lockpick kit. You know, it's probably wrong for me to say this, but I feel like opening her door is the what got us into this situation. I don't. Yeah, because we're in the house in the baths right now because we opened the door to the mansion. Brown chicken, brown cow. Quack. Meh. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're just shouting from room to room to each other. Okay, now on to my left foot. Oh god, I can hear the scraping sounds! That's the sound of progress. That's the... It sounds... It sounds like you're taking a washboard to rock. It's yes. terrible. It's exactly what I like to think about it as, because then, after you've polished all the rocks, you've got nice gems. Okay, there's a lot going on there. Koza? Do I have this right? I... I think that's what's going on. Um, what do you feel like you're you're missing right now? 
Honestly, I think I kind of just want to talk to Solonar and figure that out. I don't really know how I feel about any of this other than, honestly, rage. I don't feel rage, rage very often. You should talk about Boat. He has a very calm rage that's very scary. Maybe I will talk to Boat. He seems righteously indignant, and I feel like that's probably the right place to be. He's got a big hat and an even bigger heart. He does wear a lot of hats. I've noticed that mm -hmm. he prioritized the hat first. It's a, that's part of the heart being connected. It's a whole look. Yeah. The heart I, bone is connected to the hat bone. Nah, that's true. It's true. I, I think if you want to talk to Solonai, he's going to be back in... Uh, let me check my watch. Oh, it washed off. I need to draw a new one. Probably like a day. I would be pretty comfortable here for an entire day. Do you got cheese boards? Oh, oh, can you, can you, um, give that to, 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 to Henry Drac Quackula? Oh, oh, let me, uh, quack, cheese board. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying, I'm sorry, hold on. Are you trying to tell the little mechanical duck that it needs to fetch you a cheese board? Yes. Quack. Yes, yes, obviously. I... Daquin, ride this duck. Find us cheese. Uh, Daquin, who is has a little tiny uh, wrap of cloth around his little squirrel waist like a towel, and another one wrapped up on his head like a little turban, uh, looks annoyed at being taken from his uh, bath routine, but he begrudgingly climbs on top of the duck as if he is riding an ostrich and yeah. directs it. I also cut his hair while we were doing some trim, trimmy trims with the giant squizzers, and he's got a mohawk. I was about to say, he's got a sick mohawk. Yeah. yeah. All right. As Daquin and the uh, Count de Quackula, because uh, I feel like we keep adding things to this th this thing's name. Yeah. Uh, As leave, you find better names, just keep laying them down. Just keep adding one syllable for each name. Mm-hmm. We are going to then cut away and head to Boat, who is venturing into the Tinkerhaven bowels during... So Stinkerhaven. <laughs> <laughs> Boat, you're going to step into the Tinkerhaven night. Just everything is just sort of overseen with this deep, dark purple. The only break of it is in the golden light from the street lamps that are set along your path. Mm -hmm. Do you sort of know like where you're going or I'm just looking for Solinar, just sort of wandering aimlessly like one would searching for a child that's run away. Solinar, Jason, Polo. So as you wander around, you notice that the nightlife of Tinkerhaven is beginning to come out. The only thing that's sort of the vestige of the day is you see two guards sort of frustratedly talking to one another. You see that another guard interviewing a sort of frazzled merchant. But other than that, everything else seems to be generally the kind of people that you see out at night. People who are going to taverns, people whose trades are exclusively plied at night, people who aren't quite ready to go home yet. Mm-hmm. By hey, I'm not ready to go home yet. By people who ply their trade exclusively at night, are you trying to say they're ghost hunters and <laughs> Van Helsing's walking around? 
Yeah, you've got a couple of people who are in like dark red trench coats and very large hats. They're hunting clockwork vampires. I haven't killed my vampire quota today. God, you need to need to need to match that vampire quota. Um, Boat wants to. Vampires aren't really an issue in Tinkerhaven, but maybe yeah. that's for a reason. Yeah, because I've been hunting them every night. I want to go up and talk to the gu- the the guards. Uh, they turn. How you how you doing, friends? Uh, Gravy Boat Barnes, fellow law enforcement official from. Uh, no, you're not. From Palabar across the sea. Um, no, you're not. I'm I'm trying I'm tracking somebody and I'm hoping you guys can help me find him. I gotta bring him in. I got a bounty on him. Uh, Oi, we've been trying to hunt this bloke all night. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell, tell me about it. What did he do? Some low-life pickpocket took the purse of that merchant over there. Pickpockets, you say? Mm. Yep. It sounds like my guy's M.O. Care to- yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't talk about it to anybody, but we recognize your cloak. You're a guard captain. Thank you. Yeah. Boat yeah, taps no, that's how they that's how they denote office over there. Boat taps his fist on his chest and just goes, respect. <laughs> G- game recognize game. <laughs> I want to reemphasize to our listeners that that is not how office is signified. It doesn't mean anything without the rest of the armor. Mm-hmm. I see you're undercover. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this guy, he's a pretty he's a pretty talented pickpocket and thief. Um, I almost had him earlier, and then he just kind of uh, vanished off into the night. I guess he was headed this way. Any any leads? We saw him cut left down Apple Street, but we lost him around there. All right. Well, let me let me see if I can find him. Um, I'll I'll tell you his name. You can put up uh, some wanted posters for him if you want. Um, I've uh, I've been chasing this guy all across the land and the sea. His name's uh, his name's Ranalos. Ranalos. Yeah, and he has a big bushy beard, and he's got uh, he 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 tends to be pretty flamboyant most of the time. He wears a big purple cloak. He has yellow shoes. That doesn't match the description the merchant gave us. Well, it might not be your man. Well, it's entirely possible he's in disguise because he fled. Uh, he fled from across the ocean because he was getting a little bit too well known. So he might be trying to throw us off. Well, we're happy to we're happy to give you help, friend. But I'm gonna tell you, the person you're looking for doesn't have a beard. Mm-hmm. He might have shaved it. You can do that, you know. He very well could have. But this boy didn't look very much like he could grow a beard. If oh you know my what God! I mean. What if it was a fake beard? What if he's had me fooled this whole time? You never know with these types. All right. So you say he's down. What'd you say? Apple Street? Yeah, that's where we lost him. All right. Well, I'm going to head down Apple Street toward the core of the city and see what I can come up with. Good luck, mate. All right. Respect. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you stopped talking to that guard. It hurt my throat so bad. (laughs) But do you like that, Solonar? I tried to cover for you a little bit. You notice it? Good cover story. (laughs) An excellent cover Mm -hmm. story. Yeah. So while Boat is uh, continuing to search down Apple Street, Solonar, where have you moved to? I think I think Solonar uh, probably headed a little bit deeper into the shadier parts of the city, uh, bouncing from rooftop to rooftop, uh, descending anytime the streets get a little too wide for jumping, um, and then heading back up shortly thereafter. And I think 
I think okay, Darkwing. Duck. Probably what he's headed for is uh somewhere to just kind of lay low for the night. Not necessarily like an inn or a tavern, but probably like a rooftop hideout. Although you find a really nice dumpster. I mean, maybe. But if if a decent inn or tavern happens across his path, he probably would stop in at least for a drink. Okay. Yeah, he's got 30 gold worth of uh, of money on the house. <laughs> All right, Boat. So where are you going to be looking? What are you going to be doing? Uh, well, if I ran down Apple Street, what's what's there? So, hey, sir, Johnny Appleseed. Pleasure to meet you. Dang, going to be able to plant no trees on these cobblestone streets. Oh, that's what they've told me for years. But if you look around you... Yeah, that's right. Every one of these street signs is an apple tree. Johnny, Johnny Appleseed's actually selling addictive apple-flavored vape. <laughs> I got, I got, I got. What? Hey man, hey man, if you need some cotton, I don't need any of your clockwork cigarettes. <laughs> I've got, I've got all sorts of fun flavors. I got apple yarn. I've got cheese apple. I've got apple whiz kid. Apple whiz kid. What's that? It's where if you, I swear, I swear, you, you a few puffs of this guy and, uh, you know those, uh, standardized tests they make orphans take to see if they can, uh, work the mines of the salt mines? Yeah, the Orphates. Yeah, the Orphates. <laughs> you, you, you pass them, you'll pass them in one go or you'll pass out. It's really a toss up. It's a flip of the coin. Boat stands there for a second, just sort of regarding this guy. He's like, hey. Come here just a second. And he tries to yeah. get in a little bit closer to him. He's like, yeah, yeah. Seems like you got a lot of flavors there. I got, I got, I got a lot of flavors. You, you're right. I'm wondering, uh, got any ham? Oh, uh, let's see. Absolutely uh, not. You have to be kidding me. What do I, let's see what I got to roll. What do I, <laughs> what's my DC for having a ham flavor? A ham vape. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know who's going to roll for ham vape? It'll be me. Okay, roll for hand vape. DC 12. <laughs> oh, did you crit? You crit on I hand vape? Yeah, you did. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you know, you know, I, I like the I like the cut of your jib. So, uh, you know, the first one's on me. First one's on me. If you need to see Johnny. It's prosciutto flavored. Hit me up yeah, with some of that uh, honey glaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got I got honey glazed apple ham. All right. Quid pro roll does not endorse the selling of vapes. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait! Before I give this to you, you how you, you're of age, you've got a bald spot, but you're not trying to fool me with some of your with the magic. No, I'm, I didn't cast disguise self. Don't worry. If I okay, if I did, I'd be a very attractive woman. But uh, if you disguise self, you have to tell me. Oh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's entrapment. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here you go, man. This is like I said. First one's on Johnny. If you need another one, you know where to find me. I'm throwing apple seeds behind me all the time, and so I leave a little trail so people who want to want to rip some fat f cotton know where to find me. Who want to put some clouds in the sky? You know what I'm saying? Hey, buddy, I uh, I think I might have some friends uh, who might want uh, some of your stuff. Where are you gonna be later? Oh yeah, you can float on by. I'm gonna be at the public bathhouse uh, down on uh, Seven and Cotton. All right, all right. Thanks for the tip, friend. But no, no, don't, don't tell anybody unless who you're telling you've uh, already checked to make sure that they're not using disguise self. Hey, respect. Respect. <laughs> respect, man. I trust a man with a badge. Boat continues on his way down Apple Street. 
okay. With his newly so, acquired ham vape. This is oh hey, Granny Smith, you looking for your usual? Oh, don't worry, I got you, Granny. So as <laughs> hey, Granny, I see you've got that vape. Can't get enough of that apple vape, apple vape. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. that's what I got it for you. Anyway, now, God, now I'm a part of it. No, so, <laughs> but you're going to continue going down Apple Street. And while it's dark, because it's kind of a back alley, mm-hmm. you do see a walled off receiving area that looks like there was some kind of like scramble nearby. You mean like a shipping and receiving area, like a platform? It's it's a basically it's like the back area of one of the shops that faces the more reputable streets mm-hmm. uh, and its back end is going to be facing Apple Street. The receiving dock is to the back and the area outside the receiving dock is walled in a little bit. You can still get in, but it's instead of being like a full open receiving area. All right. Um, can I hear anything? Roll for perception. OK. I don't hear anything. What'd you roll? A five. Yeah, you don't hear anything. Can I see any shadows flickering about? Hey, guess what I need you to do? <laughs> uh, roll investigation. You know, I will allow it. Okay. Because I'm the nicest DM in the world. Well, I rolled a one, so I've forgotten why I was here. <laughs> Solinar. It's it's that vape. Yeah, it's that it's that the vape the gives hams, you disadvantage hit, on yeah. all rolls. Yeah, don't vape. It's kids. a cursed item. Solinar, as you are drinking in the pub, there is a moment where you feel a shot of concern because you think mo- boat might be lost somehow because you rolled so badly. I rolled so badly it affected the force. Yes. Yeah. He rolled so badly, you think he's starting to, he's thinking about uh, joining a labor union. Like a million wrestlers cried out in terror. <laughs> and then we're silent. I sensed a disturbance in the Ham Force. <laughs> ham Force is the name of the like tag team stable that Boat's going to start. <laughs> ham Force 5 was a band I was into as a teen. No, Boat, Boat would have stayed at the house. I'm sure he's fine. Unless. Unless. All right, Boat. Mm. You find yourself standing in this darkened alleyway, unaware of, for a moment, what you were even searching for. It comes to you at the same moment as the sound of a crash. anybody else caught brandon's excellent apple core joke so i just want to make sure it's highlighted <laughs> you're right i actually did miss it until you just said that that's delightful <laughs> look at us making like look, look at us missing our own group's jokes <laughs> <laughs> I'm so the sign of a really in tune cast 